teaching arjuna in the second and the third chapter the very essence of the teachings of the upanishads and all our scriptures bhagwan gives the the parampara also that i had given this knowledge in the beginning to the lord's son who represents the hiranyagarbha and lord son gave this to his son manu with our own mind and then it came to ikshvaku the senses so in this parampara this knowledge has come but uh, because of the long passage of time it got little uh, spoiled or disrupted lot of impurities came in that knowledge therefore bhagwan says i have given the same knowledge to you again now hey arjuna because you are my friend and you are my devotee so after listening to this arjuna got this doubt that how come you gave this knowledge because you were born recently and lord son was born many many years ago at the very beginning of the life on earth so how come you gave this knowledge i don't understand so please explain it to me so that i comprehend this so having uh, asked this question he opens a new topic here and bhagwan reveals his nature because when we are following the path of karma yoga which was taught in the previous chapter the main thing in karma yoga is dedication dedicating our action to god so we should know who is god hmm. then only it will become clear because if there is no understanding of god and there is no feeling or feeling of connection with god then the dedication will not come if simply if we say that oh you dedicate this action to uh, jingambu who is jingambu no you don't have to ask who he is or he or she or it human being animal bird plant but you dedicate your action to jingambu that will not work because dedication is a feeling and that feeling cannot come just like that to an unknown object or person so we should know who god is what is his nature and um, then we can develop that love towards him therefore this is a great opportunity for bhagwan to reveal his own identity so bhagwan replies now we'll chant fifth verse shri bhagwan uvach bahuni me vyatitani 
कर जन्मानित वचार्जुन तान्यहम वेद सर्वाणी नत्वं वेत्थ परंतप बहूनि मेवतीतानि जन्मानि तवच्चार्जुन तान्यहम वेद सर्वाणी नत्वं वेत्थ परंतप श्री भगवान वाच भगवान लॉर्ड कृष्ण इज साक्षात भगवान ईश्वर ओनली नॉट अ ऑर्डनरी ह्यूमन बीइंग नॉट एन ऑर्डनरी जीव बट साक्षात ईश्वर हु हैड टेकन दैट फॉर्म एज कृष्ण देफो द टर्म श्री भगवान वाच इज used in bhagavad gita not krishna vach for arjuna the term arjuna vach is there so bhagwan says that bahuni me vatitani janmani tavach arjuna hey arjuna you have asked this question that how come i gave this knowledge to lord sun i was born recently but really speaking this is not my first birth i have taken many births bahuni me vatitani janmani i have taken many many births before also and not only me but tavacha arjuna you have also taken many births this is the first thing so this i am not talking about this birth that i have given this knowledge to lord sun in my previous incarnation i have revealed this knowledge to lord sun and you have also taken many births but only difference or the main difference is tani aham veda sarvani all these births whatever i have taken i know and i remember i know them tani aham veda i know them natvam vetha parantap but you don't know them you don't even know that you have taken birth you had a birth before you may be parantapa parantapa means parantapayati iti one who gives lot of uh, what you call uh, who, dist- who give heat as though that is the literal meaning to his enemies means who is like a terror to his enemies great warrior but you don't know about your own life in previous life so one thing this is not only true for arjuna but all of us have taken many many births this is not our first birth but we don't remember and uh, why we don't remember the scripture says we don't remember because of our impurities of our mind because of our identification with our body we are so much uh, restricted in this uh, little confined in this little equipment that we fail to remember the past our lives forget about past life even this life we fail to remember if someone asks us what i did in my childhood or this big few things i might remember but lot of things get lost but one thing is sure since i remember my childhood 
the one who is remembering the childhood and the one who has experienced the childhood is same i remember the childhood which was there many years ago during that time i had a different body i had a different mind i had a different intellect but i remember that means something i am not i have not changed means the one who is remembering is there continuously present if i was what you call a different person means the one who experienced the childhood is different and i am different then i will not remember i cannot remember your childhood hmm. so i know that i alone was there in my childhood and same i is present now but when it comes to previous life i don't remember at all of course there are some exception and for a short time there are some cases where little children and all they remember the past life it is like when we wake up from our dream for a short time we remember our dream but afterwards it just disappears even if we put forth effort we don't remember the dream at least i don't remember it gets lost somewhere but i know that i had dreamt but details get lost but a little children at times they remember their past some memory comes to them and they start talking in vain language also that i was born here and i had my wife and children and you know i was staying in some other place and such cases are there all over the world some of them are not very authentic but many of them are quite they have what you call verified also but we may remember just a previous life or maybe one or two life before even it is said about gautam buddha he remembered his past uh, lives we don't remember because of our impurities of our mind we are identified with this particular equipment so much that it becomes difficult to comprehend uh, what we experience in our past life because that time the body was different the mind was different the whole atmosphere and environment was different to detach from this body and to recollect that is little difficult for uh, all the jeevas but if uh, in yoga sutra and all patanjali yoga sutra patanjali rishi has mentioned certain sadhanas and all if one does one may remember the past life also so it is possible hmm so bhagwan says you don't know about them and you don't remember them but i remember natvam vetha tanyaham ved sarvani natvam vetha parantapa because bhagwan himself is free from all impurities of the mind he is free from the identification with one particular body he is free from all other obstructions which might be there so his that jnana shakti is totally uh, pure and in his command so with that help of that jnana shakti bhagwan remembers the past and we don't remember so this is one thing bhagwan clears to arjuna 
that I have given this knowledge not now, but in my previous incarnation. Hmm. And we have lot of uh, this type of stories are there in Puranas also, in other scriptures also. But even without these stories, we can imagine that uh, this uh, world is very vast. It has uh, what you call beginningless time and endless. And the Lord has manifested many times and many times we have also manifested. Not only on this earth but so many other lokas and all. And all of them are uh, our experiences but we don't remember them. The Lord remembers. So, Tanyaham Veda Sarvani Natvam Veda Parantapa. So, exactly what is the difference between your birth and our birth? What is the difference between you and me? That is now cleared in the next verse. So, it's a very important verse. We come to know the reality of the of God, of Ishvara. Ajo pisanavyatma Bhutanam Ishvaro Pisan Prakratim Swamadhishthaya Sambhavamyatma Mayaya Ajo Pisanavyatma Bhutanam Ishvaro Pisan Prakratim Swamadishthaya Sambhavamyatma Mayaya Bhagavan says that by nature I am Ajaha. Ajaha means unborn. Just as we have seen in the second chapter also, the nature of the self was revealed as unborn. Ajo Nityashashvatoyam Puranaha. That supreme self or the supreme reality is unborn by nature. It is not born in a particular time or place or situation. It's unborn. Not confined to time. An avvayatma, imperishable. No change take place in the nature of that self. Bhagavan says, I am imperishable, indestructible. And third thing, bhutanam ishvaraha apisan. I am the Lord, controller of all beings. Bhuta means that which is created or all beings. Not only uh, the inanimate objects, but also the animate, all beings, as well as the whole world. Bhagavan says, I am the Ishvara. I am the controller of this entire cosmos, entire world. Right from a tiny little ant to all the devatas also. I am their boss, ultimate boss, Ishvara. Prakritim Swam Adishthaya. By holding, by controlling my prakriti, my nature, which is trigunatmika, sattvagun, rajogun, tamogunatmika, this prakriti, which we have seen in the third chapter also, controlling this cosmic, my nature, I manifest 
Sambhavami Atmamayaya I manifest in a particular form by my own that power called Maya by my illusory power I manifest in various form. Now let us try to comprehend what is the meaning of Ishwara. How many of you have seen Ishwara by the way? CSCN, very good. CSCN, very nice. How many of you have seen yourself? All of you have seen. How many of you have seen me? Uh, all of you have seen me. Huh. So when I say I, I mean what you call that personality who is identified with this body, with my mind, with my intellect. It's called the jiva. I, the jiva. So we have this wonderful body and there is this I who is identified with this body. There is this I who is as though the owner of this body. There are billions and billions of cells on my body. Each of them have their own independent sometimes function also. There are so many, so many organs in our body. They also have their own function. But all of them are ultimately controlled and ultimately working for me. I am the Lord of my body. Hmm. So just as there is this individual body, which is made about the, made from the material from this world, there is this vast cosmos, which is made up of these five elements only. Akash, Vayu, Agni, Jal and Prithvi. Space, air, fire, water and earth go to make this entire cosmos and the same five elements go to make my body also. There is that I, the consciousness, who is identified with this body, who is called that I, the person. There is consciousness which is identified with your body, that is you, the jiva. So in this way there are so many jivas who are identified with their own individual body. But who is running the show? Who is running the show of this whole world? Hmm. I am running the show of this body, but who is running the show of this whole world? So the scriptures tell us that that consciousness which is identified with this body, same consciousness is identified with your body, and same consciousness is identified with the total cosmos. In fact, Ishwara, when we say Ishwara, is the same consciousness identified with the totality. The whole world, with all the billions of stars, the, all the planets, with all the beings, the whole world is just the body of Ishvara. Just as we have this body, this is the entire world is body of Ishvara. Just as we have our own individual mind, there is this cosmic mind called the cosmic intelligence, which controls and which runs the show of this world, which is experience when we come to experience the laws of nature. This laws of nature is nothing but the expression of the intelligence of this cosmos only. So Ishvara, when we say Ishvara, we mean the same consciousness identified or expressing through the totality. And Jiva, 
is that consciousness expressing through an individual body mind intellect to make this more clear let us take example of the ocean and the wave when we say wave we mean the water in a particular shape which we see in the ocean but when we talk about ocean we mean all the waves plus something more okay waves are only on the surface but the ocean is much more than what is on the surface it is much deeper and much more so waves they have their own strength and power suppose i am a little wave i have my own ability and strength and all and other wave is trying to be dominating me but i will use my own power and try to what you call over overtake that other wave and all some waves i don't like some wave i wave to them hmm but all this though i think i have my own individual power and all but i get this power from the entire ocean the ocean is made up of all the waves put together plus more but what is ocean made up of water what is wave made up of water that water is what we mean by atma and when we say wave we mean one jiva and when we talk about ocean we mean ishvara please remember this baki sab naam roop hai baki you don't have to bother about anything else there is one ocean there are many waves there is one god there is one ishvara and there are many 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 countless jivas all of them are like rising in the lord or existing in god and again merging back into god now before we go further let me ask that question again how many of you have seen god please answer by raising your hand very good hmm because nobody can deny seeing god those who deny you contemplate on it little further because that is how the nature of that lord is revealed hmm god is what we see the mountain the rivers the the trees the sun the moon the world which we see is the body of god the difference between the jiva and ishvara is only with respect to the body and only with respect to the intelligence ish jiva yor veshadhi bida satsvabhavato vastu kevalam bhagwan ramana maharshi ji says that the difference between ishvara and jiva is only in their dress the jiva is wearing a little dress god is wearing the total dress jiva has got little intelligence god has got complete total intelligence that is the difference this again let me make it clear by taking the example of our own body our own body which is made up of millions and millions of parts millions of millions of cells is all all functioning and being controlled by one personality i there is that i which is pervading this entire body but just 
imagine that you happen to go and meet one cell in the body that cell will have its own life it generates its own thing it will have its own duties and all i have to keep on secreting this i have to keep on making this i have to keep on contacting the other cells hmm they have their own why for whom are you working o oh, cell oh i am working for this heart you know i am working for this they might not know the name also i am working for this you know those organs also you go meet them kidneys their kidneys are there i think too uh, heart is there lungs hmm your pancreas glands and nerves and brain and blood and so many things secreted and so much of things happening the blood is rotating going all over our body through all these capillaries and veins and arteries and this and this. so many things are happening in the body all of them are happening for me it is my body when i leave this body everything disintegrates and goes such mighty empire which was built up as a body just get dispelled when i uh, drop my identification with that body but if one they have to contact these organs they will not know that they are functioning for that one lord i they will not know they will not know that all these things are coordinated by that intelligence in i hmm. which is that intelligence of this whole body suppose there is everything is functioning normally in the body but if there is some problem something that intelligence of that body it creates a special type of material to deal with this some of these white blood cells and all they go to fight in the war and all some doctors will be very happy yeah they say suddenly the some gland and all tells them to create this hormone or use this cell or do these things and they just rush to do their job but from where that intelligence has come from the intelligence which is the total intelligence of the body which belongs to me only so i the pure consciousness my intelligence is there in this body which makes the body function and whenever there is a need i the intelligence appear in a particular form to take care of that need in the same way you study the body in the same way this is whole cosmos is body of god he is called the virat purush hmm image we have given later on of god in some particular form but he is like a cosmic person with the eyes and ears and all these are nothing but the powers of nature hmm sahasra shirsha purushah sahasrakshas sahasrapat in the upanishad god is described as having many hands many legs many eyes many ears because everyone's eyes everyone ears everyone's leg is god's leg so if we accept the presence of our own existence if we accept the existence of this world naturally we also have to accept the existence of god who is making this world run is that we if we observe we will be able to comprehend the intelligence which is there in this world but further if we go down we will be able to recognize that consciousness if we recognize consciousness in me i will be able to recognize the consciousness in the whole world
so when we talk about ishvara don't imagine some god who is there up in heaven or somewhere in some other loka having a big beard and holding something this all images given because god is a scientific concept or what you call truth not concept a truth which can be comprehended and understood hmm it's not something to do with emotion and all it's not just belief it's not belief it's a fact just like i don't have belief that you exist you exist is a fact scripture says the i in me the i in you is same but still i don't comprehend it i feel that you are different but the fact is that you exist because i am not running i am not controlling your body i am not making you move around so there is someone who is making you move around that i have to accept similarly i am not controlling the the sun and the moon so there is some intelligence which is controlling that intelligence which is pervading the entire world is is that god is is ishvara therefore further bhagwan in other chapters ninth chapter he says maya tatam idam sarvam jagat avyakta murtina i pervade the entire world in my unmanifest form hmm i pervade see if i dissect my body and check it uh, see it under the microscope and all nowhere i will see i i will see cells i will see blood i will see other things but i is not seen intelligence is not seen under the microscope similarly if you look at this world you will not be able to see intelligence you will see the world moving the earth moving the sun moving the all the things happening you might not be able to see but we can infer that intelligence similarly we can infer the presence of god the pure consciousness so when we talk about god we mean that same self which is identifying with my body the same self when identified or expressing through the totality is called god so that atma is ajah is unborn avyah imperishable but when it is identified with the totality is the controller and the master of the totality ishvara that word we use actually that word god has come from the western civilization and all we use the term ishvara ishvara means controller master who controls by being all by being the entire world he controls the world by being the very self of all he controls everything by being that intelligence which is expressing as the laws of nature he is controlling everything nobody can go against the law of nature there are no miracles happening in the world miracles are not there everything happens according to laws we might not recognize them we might not understand them but everything happens according to the laws of 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 nature which is laws of god only you can say so bhagwan says i am unborn i am uh, imperishable i am the lord of all beings so there is no no one forcing me to take birth there is no pressure from anybody because i am the boss but still controlling my prakriti because this 
his nature when we say world world is prakriti when we talk about world it is made up of three gunas again further it is made up of the five elements akash vayu agni jal prithvi this is all the world is and these five elements are made up of three gunas sattva gun rajogun tamogun and these three gunas are called prakriti so bhagwan says taking support of my prakriti i also have the power to manifest in a particular form whenever i want i can appear in any form i want that is one of the power of the lord and that again as i said you can take the example of the body everything all function is happening very smoothly but at times the body also has got the ability to appear in a particular form which is totally out of the ordinary to deal with certain situation if there is need for something emergency is there some accident has taken place some limb is in trouble and all immediately the body activates the appropriate mechanism to deal with it if the body's intelligence feel this fellow will not be able to tolerate this pain better make him unconscious immediately unconsciousness come it is not it is taken the intelligence of the body takes control of the situation similarly the total intelligence take control and manifest in a particular form that is what we call avatar when we talk about bhagwan's birth we don't say is birth but we say avatar avatar means literally it means coming down coming down means from his cosmic uh, nature remaining in that cosmic form at the same time he also manifest in a little form human animal bird plant whatever or in the form of thoughts also in the form of emotions also or in the form of situations also god need not manifest only as human beings even he manifest he can manifest as a situation as a particular emotion as a as a particular uh, object also because that cosmic intelligence can express in whatever form it wants in whatever way it wants we might not be able to comprehend this but it is possible and this again i am saying this we will understand when we uh, look at our own body because just as we are there taking care of this body the intelligence which is there which is take care of the body same intelligence is taking care of the entire cosmos so prakritim swam adishthaya sambhavami atmamayaya i manifest i appear in various forms by my own maya the difference between bhagwan's birth and the jiva's birth is that jiva an individual who is identified with the body who is identified with his own mind and intellect who has got the sense of doership who identifies with his own past experiences and who has got memories and all our birth is propelled by our what we call samskar propelled by our mind and intellect and the impressions which are there in our unconscious mind and in our subconscious mind they propel our birth it is not under our total individual control 
when a person dies dies means he detaches from the gross physical body but the mind is still there intellect is still there the samskar is still there that mind intellect samskar creates for it itself another body means it identifies with another body and continues so our birth depends on our karma our actions which we have performed it is not fully independent we cannot say i don't want to take birth we will be forced to take birth again and again as long as this karmas are there we will have to take birth again and again so our birth is in english the term which we use is um, reincarnation punarjanma janma and again janma and again janma janma and maran punarapi jananam punarapi maranam so when we are born we are born with our past samskars we have a past and we have a future also but when god takes manifest he doesn't have a past means that particular personality doesn't have a past god is both existing in past present future but that particular personality if he manifest as a particular uh, person that person doesn't have a past he just manifested at that particular time without any past this very interesting uh, con- uh, understanding concept which uh, you can think about and try to comprehend it so we cannot say that god uh, god's actions are propelled by his past or he get the result according to his past karmas those things are not there as far as bhagwan is concerned is totally fresh he manifest does whatever actions required and just disappears and beautiful stories are there in our puranas and other places to reveal this beautiful nature of the lord the form of like in ramayana it is said that hari vyapak sarvatra samana that god exists everywhere homogeneously everywhere he exists but he is not seen but premate pragat hoi mai jana with love he manifest he is unmanifest but he manifest in various form whether is love just like in in the sky also we see a total clear sky but the the water particles are there suddenly at times they come together and we see a cloud and then again the cloud dispels goes away disappears similarly god exists everywhere manifest in a particular form that is called his avatar this is a very special and very interesting truth which is revealed in our scriptures other scriptures or other religions and all sometimes they don't comprehend this concept of avatar they talk about messengers coming they talk about other things but this avatar is a truth which is revealed in our scriptures not only in bhagavad gita but also in our vedas upanishads and all so ajopi san navyatma bhutanam ishvaro pisan 
प्रकृतिम स्वाम अधिष्ठाय संभवामी आत्ममायया आई मैनिफेस्ट इन वेरियस फॉर्म्स ट्रेडिशनली वी टॉक अबाउट द वेरियस फॉर्म्स विच भगवान इज टेकन एज मत्स्य अवतार कुर्म अवतार वराह अवतार नरसिंह अवतार वामन अवतार परशुराम अवतार राम अवतार कृष्ण अवतार बुद्ध अवतार फ्यूचर कल्की अवतार दिस आर वेरियस वेज विच भगवान हैज मैनिफेस्टेड इन द पास्ट and it will manifest in present is also is there and in future also it will manifest whenever there is a need that bhagwan will tell whenever there is a need that particular uh, form bhagwan takes to fulfill that a need so prakritim swam adishthaya sambhavami atmamayaya so whenever if somebody asks you whether you have seen god don't say no you say no only if you have forgotten what is said now here in the upanishad and bhagavad gita so ishvara when we say we mean the body which is seen therefore tulsidas ji he says siyarama mai sab jag jani karhu pranam jori jug pani i see the whole world as siyaram i see everywhere as the same lord you read the literature of realized masters they talk in this language only they just look at they say bhagwan you are everywhere you are in the sky you are in the moon you are in the sun you are in the plants you are in the ocean you are in the river you are everywhere because he is everywhere whatever you touch whatever you feel whatever you smell whatever you see everything is the expression of god is the is the body of god if we touch our own body we feel that yeah somebody is touching me similarly when we touch the world bhagwan will feel that yes have been touched around this lot of stories and all are created don't get confused with all the stories but keep this idea this understanding in mind and this ishvara we have to identify we have to contemplate we have to think and we have to dedicate all our actions to this ishvara ishvara is not different from my own self when that self identifies only with a limited body it feels limited but when it is not identified with this body and expressing to the totality it's called ishvara therefore ishvara is also called nitya shuddha buddha mukta swarupaha he is a cosmic person who is nitya shuddha who is always pure nitya shuddha buddha always intelligent mukta and always free so enlightened free like a jivan mukta is a cosmic jivan mukta purushaha ishvara is a cosmic jivan mukta purusha i am not in terms of purusha and stree but cosmic uh, personality free from all impurities and it is my own self just like the ocean so i the wave i am when i contemplate on my own nature i realize that i am water and when i realize suddenly i come to know oh that other wave is also water the wave with whom i was fighting all the time is also water and the wave whom i was loving very much as my own self is also water 
In fact, when the wave dies, also water remains. When the wave is born, water remains. Water doesn't die. Water is not born. Water is unborn. Waves are born and waves die. Jivas are born, jivas die. Atma is neither born, Atma doesn't die. So keep this in mind. So Prakritim Swam Adishthaya Sambhavami Atma Mayaya. Now the question is that why and when does Bhagwan take this avatar? Because this whole world is there, Bhagwan's body and Bhagwan is all the time there. So why he has to come in a particular form, a small form? All forms belong to God. My body is God's body, your body is God's body. So why he has to take a particular form? What is the need and when does he take this form? That is now revealed in this very famous verse. You might have heard it many times. Yada yada hidharmasya Glanir Bhavati Bharata Abhyutthana Madharmasya Tadatmanam Shrijamyaham Yada Yada Hidharmasya Glanir Bhavati Bharata Abhyutthana Madharmasya Tadatmanam Shrijamyaham Bhagwan says that yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata. Whenever, whenever there is a decay in dharma, the path of righteousness, he bharata, he arjuna, and abhyutthanam, abhyutthanam adharmasya, and whenever there is rise in unrighteousness, Tada Atmanam Shrujami Aham. During that time, I manifest myself in a particular form, special form I take. Again, let us take the example of our own body. The body is running very smoothly and it is made in such a way that it is a perfect mechanism. Hmm. Everything goes on like a clockwork precision. Everything is very wonderful and fine. Yeah. Every cell, everyone is doing their duties. Everyone is working for the totality and totality is protecting each, each one. So one for all and all for one. Yadnya Bhavana, which we have seen in the third chapter, that yatnya bhavna we will see perfectly happening in our own body. We can learn the art of this karma yoga from our own body. The heart is beating constantly, non-stop. For whose sake? For the sake of the entire body. What does it get? Nothing. It doesn't have any ulterior motive. Doesn't have any this recognition that I should be given recognition I love my heart or something. Nothing like that. It just works and works and works for the sake of the totality. 
and when each and every organ works properly sincerely the whole body functions well and things go on properly no problem but this whole body is um, sometimes at times it undergoes some problem or some some situation comes when uh, when things don't work normally ne yeah? during that time the intelligence of the body has to manifest in a particular form to take care of that situation special type of blood or special type of enzymes are secreted some fear is there then some special thing gets secreted that fellow can face the situation i don't know you can contact doctors and all for further details impure we keep on eating by cut pakode khao kachode khao ye khao wo khao and to digest it the body has to struggle like anything keep on drinking all sorts of soft drink hot drink this drink that drink it has to purify how i think 80% or 90% things which we eat and consume are not required by the body body says kyun khama ka kachode pakode kha rahe ho but we don't listen to it kha lete so it has to then take care the blood has to be purified all the things has to be taken care of every particle it is to take care of it the kidneys function the this function i don't know where it is huh? but uh, all these things function but at times things go wrong it manifests in a particular form sometimes even the whole body becomes feverish huh? it starts shivering and all hmm so the you see the manifestation of that intelligence in the entire body or if sub cut or thing is there only those that portion we find some purse or something coming and all taking care of that portion so at times we find the intelligence of that body manifesting and controlling the entire body it's called purna avatar or sometimes it just takes amsha avatar thoda sa kaam idhar karke chale jaate like narsimha avatar he just came that hiranyakashipu was disturbing the balance of this whole world so bhagwan manifested as uh, as hiranyakashipu man and lion and he kept him on his and just tore him to pieces and he went but when he manifested as ram or krishna he was born then he went to school then he learned and he got married and this and that and so many things happened so some avatars are more uh, elaborate and all but some are situational and they are just there and they, and some we don't even know some of them we know but some we don't know at times we find that entire population they think in a particular way or suddenly some type of feelings or some type of uh, understanding comes that also is like an avatar only bhagwan decide that let me just give this knowledge to the set of people so he is manifesting as 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 knowledge as feelings hmm. and it's a fact means it is a, as factual as anything else in this world so yada yada hi dharmasya dharma is that which upholds one of the definition of dharma is dharayate iti dharma that that which upholds that which maintains that which 
which uh, what you call which maintains the the existence or the proper functioning of this world is called the dharma body is performing all its activities properly that is the dharma of the body disease is adharma like adharma is taken over therefore that word disease also is very good ease we go little away from ease it's called disease in sanskrit also we use the term for health what swasthya means established in our own self swa swa mein hi jab hum sthit ho jaate apne hi nature mein when we are seated that is called swasthya is healthy but when we go little away from nature when we do something against nature then it is called ill health unhealth sickness and when whenever sickness happens then the special manifestation take place similarly the whole world is functioning in its clock work precision and in fact uh, except human being all the beings other beings like animal birds plant if they alone are there there is no adharma everything is happening according to the natural laws like but human being is given this choice they are given this intelligence they have the we have the ability to choose and since we have the ability to choose we have ability to choose wrong thing also that is called ability if suppose somebody gives me pocket money my parents give me pocket money and they say you use it properly utilize it properly but i have the power to utilize it wrongly also but they give when they say oh ye to abhi bada ho gaya bachcha let me give him pocket money but that can be used misused similarly this intelligence choice is given to us it's like a pocket money given to us by god you say usko achhi tarah se istemal karo but we are smarter than god gadbad kar lete hain and that creates imbalance and whenever such imbalance happen god manifest in a particular form to set it right sometimes this manifestation of god we see in the form of some beings human beings also hmm. even great saints are avatars of bhagwan a need comes and that person manifest in that particular form to set things right it's a need of the of the totality even when there is agitation in the society or in the nation there is a need for somebody to take charge of the situation so that need uh, that person just comes up and takes care of that that's also like bhagwan's avatar so yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati glani means like a person a healthy person also sometimes feel little uh, weak Yeah, weakness come in the body feels little uh, what you call that chakkar aane lagta hai usko glani bolte hain na glani aa gayi usme similarly this dharma doesn't get destroyed but beech beech mein usme glani aa jati it becomes little weak when all of us we don't follow our uh, duties when we don't fulfill our responsibilities which are with respect to ourselves and the world around us then that is called glani bhagwan manifest in a wild way also even some of the natural things which happens is like expression of bhagwan's uh, avatar only sometimes he takes avatar as a earthquake 
Sometimes he takes avatar as tsunami. These are also natural phenomena. When, let us say, we keep on spoiling the, uh, the balance of the world, creating, disturbing the ozone layer, destroying the trees and um, the polluting the air and polluting the, what you call, the rivers and all, that uh, slowly, slowly it creates that pressure on nature and the nature manifests in the form of some wild avatar to set things right. And things are set right, and again it calms down. Avatar need not be in a nice Krishna form only. Whenever we think of avatar, we think Krishna, Bhagavan, Chote, Tumuk, Tumuk, Chaldarai, He, Vagire. Need not be. Hmm. Bhagavan need not come only as Krishna. He can come in any way, any form. It's a natural process. We are talking about it natural, scientific, natural, factual process of this entire cosmos is uh, as natural as anything else. So, yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati. So, when there is a glani in the dharma and adharma rises, imbalance in, in, in the... And we are not talking, again, we are not talking only uh, at the level of a human being. It's, it's all, it's all beings and all. There is imbalance in the in that uh, prakriti and all. The things don't function properly. Again, Bhagwan manifests in some way to set it right. So, abhyutthanam dharmasya. Dharma, when it rises, then Bhagwan says, Atmanam shrujami aham. I manifest myself. I make myself come in a particular form. So, various stories like he came as Krishna or came as Rama when Ravana created imbalance in the society it's make us to make us understand how Bhagavan takes avatar so he manifests as Ram and Bhagavan says this is not only on one, one this yuga but I come in many many yugas not once only I have come many many times there are no sometimes we talk about ten avatars Bhagavan has taken millions of avatars not ten avatars Ten are just symbolic, because this natural uh, uh, beings who are all there, like fish and and tortoise and all that, is also in their in their field also. Bhagwan takes avatar, so matsya avatar, kurma avatar, varaha avatar. So abhyutthanam dharmasya tadatmanam shrujami ham. I manifest. Then what do you do after manifesting? You just sit back, relax. Says, no, 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 no. What do you do? Next verse, Bhagavan says, Paritranaya sadhunam Vinashaya chaduskritam Dharma sansthapanarthaya Sambhavami yuge yuge Paritranaya sadhunam Sambhavami yuge yuge So when Bhagavan takes avatar, he does these three things. One is Paritranaya sadhunam. I manifest to protect 
the good sadho means good good means dhar dharmik dharma exists not only in the nature but in all beings also in human beings also so those who follow and those who are in tune with their dharmas are called sadhus good people so paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya ch duskrutam and to destroy the evil doers adharmik beings and dharma sansthapanarthaya and to again reestablish dharma to establish dharma sambhavami yuge yuge i manifest in every yuga in every age in every uh, various uh, periods of history i am manifest so paritranaya sadhu naam to protect those who are following the path of dharma bhagwan need not as i said manifest in a particular form also so those who are following the path of dharma dharma protects them god alone as dharma protects them dharmo rakshati rakshitah one who follows dharma is protected by dharma means when we follow the path of righteousness that path itself protects us it's like suppose i don't uh, i uh, i know that fire is hot i should not put my finger in fire so when i don't put my finger in fire the fire protects me by not burning me simple thing a simple example but if i look here and there nobody is watching let me put my finger the fire itself will burn me nobody else comes to burn me it's the nature itself will burn going against nature going against dharma is harmful for me so a person who is following this path of goodness is protected by the totality is protected by ishvara bhagwan says i protect him and that is said in not only in our scriptures all over the world great scriptures they talk about it in bible also it is said bhagwan says you follow my path and i will take care of you whatever your needs are there i will look after them in gita 9 chapter bhagwan says ananyas chintayanto mam ye jana paryupasate tesham nityabhiyuktanam yogakshemam vahamyaham i will take care of your needs you just follow the path of goodness don't worry about anything else by following path of goodness you will be protected so paritranaya sadhunam sometimes we find bhagwan manifesting in a particular form and protecting the good people like even that uh, bhakta prahlad was protected by the lord in various ways but uh, we don't have to go into that past history or puranas in our day to day life also whenever we follow the path of goodness we are protected there is a divine protection we just have to have faith even if we don't have faith we are protected bhagwan is there taking care of even those who keep on cursing him that is his goodness i don't believe in god bhagwan gives him also uske roti pani sabji sab de dete hain unko those who curse him what to talk about those who follow the path of goodness so paritranaya sadhu naam and how does bhagwan protect he protects at all levels protects our body protects our mind 
protects our feelings protect our understanding protects our surrounding protects our sadhana protects our whatever state we have reached in our spiritual evolution protects in various ways hmm. protects not only in this lifetime protects in all lifetime see all the protection which we have in this world they may be used only to protect the body but who will protect our mind no we can have uh, guards and to protect our body but our mind ko kaun protect karega and once we die who is there to protect so bhagwan says i protect you so paritranaya sadhu naam vinashaya cha duskritam by destroying the evil evil doers one is by destroying their evil tendencies in them because destruction also is at various levels even to destroy a person's evil tendency is like destroying the uh, evil ne right? if a bad person becomes good that means badness is destroyed but when things don't take place like that bhagwan then eliminate them from that body maybe gives some other body to them again the stories in the puranas like ravan and kumbhakarna and all were destroyed again they manifest in some other body again bhagwan eliminated them and slowly and steadily they reduced their negativities it is said about ravan and kumbhakarna they were bhagwan's parshadas only they were sevaks of the lord who because of their wrong doing they became rakshasas first they became hiranyakashyapu and hiranyaksha they were powerfully bad then they became ravan and kumbhakarna little less bad and then they became dantavakra and sishupal we don't even know their badness they became even less bad and then they again went back to their original uh, nature so bhagwan destroys the evil by destroying their evil tendencies hmm. so vinashaya cha duskritam and dharma sansthapanarthaya by establishing reestablishing dharma righteousness in the society righteousness in the world as a human being when bhagwan takes avatar he establishes this righteousness by following that path himself as ram as krishna by following that path and also by teaching that path of goodness to others in this way he establishes his righteousness also by his own powerful personality bhagwan establishes the the righteousness in the society so dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge i manifest not only in one yuga but in every yuga in every age in satya yoga in treta yoga in dwapar yoga in kali yoga in so many times bhagwan has manifested even now appears in various ways to take care of the of the world that is the avatar of bhagwan so that reality which exists everywhere taking that same intelligence of totality it also manifest in a small form so that is a special ability of the lord so ishvara is uh, unmanifest or uh, is beyond all names and forms 
also expresses in all names and forms and also appears in a little name and form as a little human being. So it's called avatar. So sagun roop, nirgun roop and sagun sakar in a particular akar also Bhagwan comes. So dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge. So as Lord Krishna manifest in the Dwapar Yuga, destroyed so many evils, protected the good and established dharma, even this Bhagavad Gita is Bhagavan's expression of establishing dharma only. Even now in this yuga we are studying it, we are uh, getting uh, transformed by it and it is making our life beautiful and making the life around us also most beautiful. So that is how he establishes dharma. So dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavam. And once the dharma is established, again Bhagavan becomes unmanifest. Means he just concludes that avatar and merges as though in the totality. Again, I like this example of my body. So like the body also, some problem is there and fever comes and I keep on shivering. And once the things are set right, whatever uh, bacteria and disturbing me and I don't know what, once they are all taken care of, again the body regains itself and everything is fine. What happened? avatar बुरे का संहार किया और re-established health. That's called dharma. Similarly in the world, destroying the evil, protecting the good and re-establishing order in the society, in the world. That is Ishvara. It's most fascinating. And it is not a topic of belief. See, there is a, this belief is something different. That also, the topic will come, I will talk about it. But this is something fact. Like uh, we look at the sun and the moon, it's not belief. I don't believe in the sun. I know it exists. There's no belief required. I don't believe in the moon. Do you believe in the moon? No, I don't believe in the moon. Moon is not an object of belief, it's a fact. Similarly, Ishvara is not an object of belief or non-belief. It's a fact. Only the expression, we have to understand it properly. The definition as revealed in our scripture should be understood. Okay. Now, what is the purpose of giving this whole story of yourself? Why you have revealed this secret to me, O Bhagwan Krishna? It is like our Gurudev used to say, this is the time when Bhagwan gave his visiting card to Arjuna. First time. We meet some person and we don't know who that fellow is, then suddenly he gives us the visiting card and then we are surprised. You are this? Yes. It is said, I heard this story about Louis Pasteur, great scientist. And um, he discovered that uh, penicillin, penicillin and all those things. And uh, once uh, one young boy who was traveling in a train, and he saw one person, gentleman, sitting in front of him, praying. And so he said, what are you praying? And in this world now we have mastered this uh, 
science and discovered this penicillin now we have conquered all disease and all no problem we will become immortal and what are you praying to god and all so he didn't say he continued playing then he asked him that where are you going he said i am going to join this pasture institute and all i want to become a scientist like this great person louis pasteur said very nice may god bless you and then um, as um, the station came and all that person got down he said please uh, may i know who you are so he gave him his card and when he read his card it was written louis pasteur <laughs> he himself was sitting there praying so with so much of humility hmm so what is the purpose of uh, god revealing his nature here he says this in the next verse very important he says janma karma ch me divyam evam yovetti tatvatah taktva deham punar janma नैति मामेति सोर्जुना जन्म कर्म च मे दिव्यम एवं यो वेत्ति तत्वतः हाँ भगवान सेस दैट माय जन्म एंड माय कर्म my janma which i said do i am unborn i manifest this is divine my janma is divine divyam it's it is different out of the world and my karma my action of protecting the good destroying the evil and establishing dharma and later on also bhagwan will tell that do doing i don't do his divine janma is do being born he is unborn remaining unborn he is born and remaining a non doer he does that is the divyata of his janma and karma not doing anything he does not being born he is born i don't understand when you understand you will become free this is the only thing to be understood he said evam yo vetti tatvatah one who understand the secret of my birth and my action that person will gain liberation तक्वा देहम पुनर्जन्म नैति मामेति सूर्जुन हैविंग एबंडन हैविंग गिवन अप दिस बॉडी ही विल नॉट बी बोर्न अगेन देन व्हाट विल हैपन ही विल बिकम वन विद मी ही विल बिकम माय ओन नेचर ही इज माय नेचर बट ही विल रियलाइज एंड बिकम वन विद मी न एति माम एति सूर्जुन व्हेन वी अंडरस्टैंड द सीक्रेट ऑफ भगवानस बर्थ वी विल अंडरस्टैंड द सीक्रेट ऑफ आवर सेल्फ व्हेन वी अंडरस्टैंड सीक्रेट ऑफ भगवानस एक्शन we will understand the secret of ourselves the understanding and following the secret of uh, bhagwan's action in our life is the path of karma yoga and understanding the secret of bhagwan's birth is like that knowledge which will reveal us our true nature and make us free hmm so janma karma cha me divyam our janma is is based on our karmas our karma is uh, associated with the sense of doership 
Jiva performs karma with a sense of doership. The Jiva doesn't know that karmas are happening according to the laws of nature. So it's identified with the body-mind-intellect and feels and knows and thinks that I am the doer. Hmm. And our birth also, we are identified with our personality and so we are born again and again with the same personality with little modification here and there. This is mobile se same card nikal dete dusre mobile mein dalte. Same card to wahi hai. Mobile ka bar ka structure suddenly has changed. New, latest technology. But that samskar, all your numbers which are stored and the bill which is there and everything will come in that, for that chip. Similarly, this uh, the the jiva who is identified body mind, he goes from one body to another body. So our janma and our karma is not divine, and it leads to more and more bondage. But Bhagwan's janma and karma is divine, and to reveal the divinity of Bhagwan's janma and karma are all the not only the scriptures like this Bhagavad Gita, but even Puranas, the basic. Aim of Puranas is to reveal the divinity of Bhagavan Janma and Karma. So, Tektva Deham Punar Janma Na Eti Maam Eti Sorjuna, one who understands this Tattvataha will become one with me. So, how? What is the secret of his Janma and what is the secret of his Karma? More about this Bhagavan will now reveal in the following verses. We will do it. Tomorrow.